Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, another installment of Best 17s for 2023. A lot of the teams that we haven't done so far, we've sort of been waiting because there's just so many options in all these teams waiting to see uh, if we get any announcements about where certain guys are going to play and whatnot. And I think one of the biggest jigsaw puzzles heading into 2023 is this side, the West Tigers. Uh, Obviously battled through last year, it was an absolute shit fight. Their signing spree has been one of the greatest of all time, in my opinion. There's obviously been teams that have signed better players over the years, but they weren't in the position the West Tigers were. You think about the last 10 years, Matty, name me a good player that hasn't been linked to the West Tigers hmm. and not gone there. I know, it's funny, isn't it? It's But, and, but now they've, they've seemed to finally uh, recruit a lot of big dogs. So definitely probably the most interesting team coming into this year. Especially their forward pack, mate. Uh, that was your introduction too, so I hope you're well and everything. Yeah, all good. Thank you. <laughs> we love that. Um, when I have a look through their forward pack, I mean, they signed the two-time Premiership winning hooker who's played in four grand finals now, Appy. Uh, David Clemmer, who's been one of the premier front rowers in our game for a long time. Johnny Bateman, who's sort of credited to turning the entire culture around at the Ricky, uh, at the Raiders when their coach is Ricky Stewart. I mean, uh, unbelievable. And then you've got Isaiah Papali, who's signed as well, who, Matty, has there been a, a more consistent, I, I could even say, better forward in the last two years oh definitely not yeah it, it, it's funny i like they're all like such good signings and, I, and i'm really i'm really excited to watch the tigers this year. i think everyone is um but i think the most important is by far happy coruscant yeah and i'm excited about them but i'm still nervous oh i, I don't have them in my eight but like i reckon i'm obviously nervous it's the tigers it's but there's just there's 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 so much change so and a lot of good change, I think, as well. Um, we'll go through the team. There's obviously a, a bit to pull apart. Um, everyone's kind of focused on the the forwards, which I was as well until we kind of ran our eye over it earlier. They're, they're, they're still uh, they're still not perfect um, in every spot, but they're in a lot better position than they were last year. You know, it's fucking obvious. But um, of course, I'm I'm a little nervous, but 
surely there's way too much upside for them to go as badly as they did last year. For yeah, I just can't see a world where they can go as poorly as they did last yeah. year. There are a couple of question marks still around certain guys in this side. Obviously, Luke Brooks, he's been in the NRL for a long time, has never played finals footy, still the halfback in this side. Adam Dwyer, I think he's a really good footballer, but I'm not... I'm not totally convinced he's a 5'8 just yet. I think he's a gun footballer. I think that 5'8's probably his best spot in this team. But still a lot of question marks. We're not sure who the fullback's going to be. Uh, composition for spots is always fantastic, though. And uh, I, I think, Matty, where they use John Bateman's going to be really interesting. And if they yep. play him in 13 or if they play him on the edge, we're not sure which way it's going to go. I keep hearing that they're going to play him at 13. But... I mean, I don't think he arrives in Australia until next week. So I don't know if you can afford to play him at 13 when he hasn't had that entire preseason with, with, with the team and whatnot. So, mate, so much to talk about. You've, mate, on top of all that, as, as you said before, Appy Curacao's, you know, the most important signing. I mean, there's an argument that the most important signing might be Tim Sheen's taking over. Um, yeah. We know his record in rugby league. So there's so many layers to the West Tigers and so many things that could go right. Just based on the history of the West Tigers, it still has me nervous. We'll, we'll get into this side because there'll be so much discussion throughout this whole thing about positions. And uh, honestly, there's there's probably th five guys in this team that I think I know where they're going to play and I know exactly what their role is going to be. Everyone else is a bit of a lottery at the moment, which, as I said, competition for spots is always positive. Uh, but, geez, if you can guess the Tigers' best one to – if you can guess the Tigers' one to 17 for round one, I think you've done well, Matty. Yeah, this is this is this is a tough one, and, and and the funny thing is, it it's a fifty fifty like what what who do you pick for fullback, and that's just the first spot. Hundred percent. So, who do you pick for fullback? Personally, yeah. I would go with Dane Laurie. Oh, me too. But I, I've been hearing for the last two months that Charlie Staines is going to get it. All of a sudden, the last week or so, I've heard more Dane Laurie. So I have no idea which direction they're going to go. I would go Dane Laurie one hundred percent. I think that in a pretty shit side. He's been really good the last two years. Uh, he's just been developing year on year. And um, to then grab Charlie Staines, who, I mean, respectfully to Charlie Staines, Matty, he's had the back end of last year that impressed me. Outside of that, he really hasn't blown me away. And that's playing on the end of the best back line in the competition. I, I'd i be going with Dane Laurie personally. I just don't get it. He was... One of the very, very, very few positives in the Tigers last year. Yep. And now we're hearing that um, he might get moved. And it's not like, again, respectfully to Stan, it's not like they've signed Ponga or and like a, like a elite, elite fullbacks coming in. It, it seems like a sideways move at best. And I personally think it's, it's gone backwards because Dane Laurie was fantastic last year. I think you've got to build off that. Um, I think Charlie should fight for a spot on the wing, to be honest, but... Interesting to see how it plays out. I, it, this blew me away when I started hearing this chat. I, I thought Laurie would be locked in 100%. And there's even, you know, I've heard them people say Dane Laurie's training in the halves. Which, what? Yeah. I, if I, but, mate, it sounds unbelievable. But, it, you know, if it was anywhere else, you'd probably you'd go, oh, not happening. But at the Tigers, it wouldn't yeah. shock me. You don't know. But I, I guess as well, they've, they've, they've cleaned out the coaching staff. It's probably a fresh start. Maybe Benji and... Robbie and Sheen's are seeing something different. And, and of, of course, they're like Benji's one of the best of all time. Robbie's one of the best. Tim Sheen's one of the best coaches. Like they're, they're going to see it in better eyes than, than me and you and, and pretty much everyone else in the public. So, I mean, who, who are we to stay, stay here and, and, and judge? But it, it's just, it just, it's just, it seems interesting considering Laurie was so good at fullback last year. Just kind of questioning uh, where that is. But I'm not going to fucking you know, 
I'm not going to go against Benji and Tim Sheens and Robbie, so who knows? I am on this one. Oh, <laughs> That's on outrageous one. as that is. On this one. I'm, on this I'm one. I, I just, mate, like, yeah, the, they, they obviously targeted the next best fullback at Penrith a couple of years ago, Dane Laurie, got him over there, and now they've targeted, you know, a decent winger at Penrith yeah. to play him at fullback. I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen enough of Charlie Staines. As you said, I'm sure the boys have a lot more knowledge and a lot of numbers and history and whatever to back this up with, but doesn't make much sense to me. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, but bottom line, mate, we'd both go Dane Laurie. Dane Laurie for me. Yeah, Dane Laurie at fullback for us. See if they go with Staines. Uh, and, mate, to be perfectly honest with you, if they go with D- if in my team, I, I'm not sure Charlie Staines is in my 17. I'd Yeah, I'd, I'd have... Obviously, you, you, they, they, they're going to put in Nofaluma, I'd, you'd assume. And I like how Ken Mamalo's uh, big body, the yep. back, uh, he does he does a lot for me, big Kenny. Oh, I like him a lot. So, yeah, Stain certainly wouldn't be locked into my wing at all. It's those three are, for me, those three are fighting out for two spots. I don't have the hugest opinion on like, like I think it will be Nofaluma and Ken. But I'm like I'm not married to that at all. Yeah, I, I personally, out of the three options I've got here, Staines, Knopf, Kemamalo, I'm not huge on any of them to be honest with you. I, I think that Knopf and Kemamalo, they've got their uh, defensive problems they've had for a long time. They are bigger bodies; they get through a heap of work. But I also think if you go and have a look at the stats over the last two years. I think they are getting through lesser work than what they were in the earlier parts of their careers as well. So I've got a couple of question marks over these wingers, but I will say this, Knopf and Kemamalo, and even Staines, I know he hasn't played a 1,000 first-grade games, but he's been in this Penrith system. When we get to the centres and you see how much experience they're lacking there, I would probably lean towards Knopf and Kemamalo just because they've been in the game for a fair whack of time. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're my wingers at the moment. I've, I've got Staines just missing out yeah. on all three positions. But they seem very, very high on Stane. So it's wild that, you know, in this side, we might not have him now 17 and he could line up at fullback. Maybe, yeah. Look, maybe we've just, he's just been overshadowed at Penrith. Like, who knows? Yeah, maybe we've slept on him. And, you yeah. know, if anyone's going to pick out the guy that slept on, it's going to be Timmy Shane. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, the centres, I think this is where it gets very interesting. Uh, I've got four names written down here. You've got Brett Naden, uh, Kapoa, Stafford Toa, Tommy Talao. Um, I mean, Brett Naden's been in a really good system. Uh, I, I'm not convinced if he is going to be the guy that we thought he was going to be originally. Uh, but these other three, uh, Kapoa, Toa, and Tommy Talao. Tommy Talao coming back from injury, I, I like him a lot. I think he's very talented. I think Stafford Toa's very talented as well. Okay. Um, so plenty of options there. I'm... I would be picking Tommy Talao in one of those spots, uh, assuming he is fully fit and at his best. I think Tommy Talao is probably the best centre out of the four. The other spot, mate, uh, I, I don't know. Do you go for just the ex- more experienced head in Brent Naden maybe? But I don't know. I'm not convinced on any direction to go for the other centre spot. Tommy Talao is locked in for me. I'd, I love Stafford Toa a lot. I'd probably go Naden to start the year. Just yep. there's, there's just so much uncertainty. Just I'd, I'd, I'd have him. Um, but, yeah, we, It'll be an interesting couple of weeks watching the uh, watching the trials, that's for sure. And I mean, I've also heard rumours that Kenny Mamalo could maybe shift into centre and maybe play Charlie Staines or someone else on the wing. So they have got options there. And, mate, I, I wonder if they're so high on Staines. To, you know, he might even get a gig in the centres. This, As I said, if you manage to find a way to pick the 17 that they go with round one, fucking credit to you. If you manage to pick the back line they go with round one, I think well done. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's a bit of a lottery at the yeah. moment. Um 
Yeah, I'm keen to watch them in the trials. And as much as this kind of sounds like a negative chat so far, we've got nine names there that can only fit into five spots. This is what you want. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. This is this is what we haven't seen at the Tigers for some time. Yeah, so. and, and a lot of these young guys, much of their inexperience, like like Tommy Talao, stuff, it's all like these guys, they have got so much potential. So if they can push these older guys, it, it like the, the back line is what I'm worried about with the West Tigers. But if they've got this much competition for spots and no one's safe, hopefully they get the very best out of all these guys, mate. Yep. Totally agreed. The Harbs, uh, Adam Dwayne, Luke Brooks. Uh, I mean, I think the Brooks who play on the left, uh, left. I think Dwayne will play on the right. Uh, I think these two sort of pick themselves in this side. There is actually, there's Brandon Wakeham joined the other day. He's the only one that can play in the Harbs. Uh, we've heard the rumours about Dane Laurie. I'm not buying them. I think that with these two coming off contract, the West Tigers will be, be, be batshit crazy not to just pick these two in the halves. Yeah, I think this is pretty much the only lock-ins in the in this. In this team, as far as like whole positions go, I'd, yeah. I'd yeah, doing Brooks, yeah. no doubt. So those two in the halves, uh, front rowers, David Clemmer arrives from the Newcastle Knights. He will start. I think for he'll sure. be looking for a big minute role. Yep. The other front rower. Now, this is where this team is going to get confusing and it could go a million different ways. We've got Stefano, Alex Twell, potentially Joe O as well. Those guys could be your starting front rowers. Um, if we get the very best out of Stefano, I'd probably go with him. Yep. Um, I don't mind Twell as a starter as well to play probably lesser minutes and then bring on a more explosive guy later. Or Joe O, depending on whether he plays 13, whatever it might be. Uh, I personally think this other front rower, Matty, unless Stefano hits his absolute best footy, I reckon that this could chop and change a little bit throughout the season. Yeah, I think so too. But I'm, I'm definitely with you. My first pick there would be Stefano. It's it's neck and neck between him and Twal. Obviously, Twal missed half the season last year, concussion. Um, maybe they probably probably a safe bet not to start him straight away, but... In, in any case, whoever misses out out of those two is locked into the bench. Um, so Clemmer's definitely locked in at eight, and then at ten or whatever number it is, I will go. I will go Stefano. The other guy they potentially could use as a front row is Isaiah Papali'i. I don't think they no, will. Abide. No, no. By the look of their training <laughs> pitches, Matty, it looks like they've made a good move here. He'll be on the left edge outside Luke Brooks, which I don't mind. Imagine um, if they put him. At- <laughs> That front row. Yeah, wild, wouldn't it? Yeah. But would it shock you? Nah. Once again, like, but uh, credit to him, I think they've made the right call here. I yeah. think they've got him on the left edge. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic signing. And, mate, I, I just think that if Brooks if Brooks has got IPAP outside him and Appy Curacao giving him service inside, um, this has to be the year for him. And I think he can be successful with those guys. So Isaiah Papali on the left edge. Right edge is interesting. Uh, obviously, Johnny Bateman, he's played on the right quite a bit throughout his career. He has not arrived yet. As I said off the dome, off the top, I keep hearing that he's going to be in the 13, but the longer he's not here and the closer we get to the start of this season, seems like a big punt to just chuck him into the spine there, especially with the erratic sort of way that John Bateman plays. So uh, the closer we get, the more I think the right edge makes more sense. So if Bateman is on the right edge, he'll be there. If not, Matty, I think that our boy Sean Bloor finally gets his opportunity and... Mate, I'd give my right arm to see this guy stay fit for two years. Yeah, I both fantastic options. Me personally, I think I think Bateman's more suited to the edge. I like him on the edge, like bit 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 earlier ball, a bit it can work with a bit of space. Like I, I really you can do a lot of damage there, Bateman. I, I really like him there. And and your point before, it could be a risk tucking him in at thirteen. Um if he is at thirteen, I won't be concerned even the, like even a little bit. Like I'm sure he'll kill it there, but I like Bateman at 12. As for Sean Bloor, 
one of my favorite players that hasn't really exploded yet because I mean he did his ACL last year. That was so unfortunate, but he is like on that level of not not the same player, but like the same amount of hype coming through as like Cam Murray, Payne Haas. Like he he was just a New South Wales junior, just ticking every fucking box. He he is a fantastic player, and I'm with you. I just I hope we see a full season, and I hope he absolutely kills it. He's definitely in my 17. For me, he's on my bench because I have Bateman at 12. Um, but if, if he gets to start, fuck, that'd be cool. My only worry with Bateman at 12, mate, and this is obviously just the eye test from watching football and watching these two play, I wonder how the combination of Dewey and Bateman would unfold. We know that Dewey's a run-first guy. I think you can see in the past, if Bateman doesn't get enough footy, he does get a little bit frustrated. Uh, and I, I think with Dewey, he's run first, and if he's not running, he tends to be throwing that long ball out to the sideline. So I, I just – I don't think he's developed enough as a ball player to, to, at this point in his career to be able to utilise his back rowers properly. Uh, that could change under the coaching of Tim Sheens and just the, the, the development of him. But that's one spot that I think will be interesting if these two end up on that edge, mate. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point you make. Um, and, and, like, one, I guess, bad thing is – Bateman's not in Australia yet, so they haven't got time to like make that combination work. So that's the other big worry. The trials, yeah. the West Tigers trial. I don't know when you're posting this, but from today, today's a Sunday. It's only four days away, yeah. so he's not going to play that first trial. He's going to get one trial, Johnny Bateman. So, and it looks more than likely he'll probably have an inexperienced centre next to him. He'll definitely have a centre next to him that he's never played with. So those combinations, uh, they're so important in the modern games. That's my only worry with that edge. Jersey 13, um, if they play Bateman there, that's where he will sit. If not, uh, Matt Amu is the young guy that we spoke about on, on Bloke and Abara a little bit as the year went on last year. I remember talking to Jackson Hastings, um, and he, he thought that this kid would be the 13 long-term. I agree with him. I think eventually he'll be the 13, but it wouldn't surprise me if they do go with Bateman. But, Matty, once again, the closer we get to the season, the less time Bateman gets to spend in this side, the less I am expecting him to line up in their 13 and be part of their spine. And I'm not sure if Bateman, being the erratic sort of bounce-off, palm, offload sort of footballer that he is, I don't know if you want him in the 13, if it fucks up your flow a little bit. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm very interested how they use this 13 jersey. The other option, plug Joe O there and just play the power forward game, which traditionally isn't how Tim Sheens likes to play. Uh, but Tim Sheens hasn't coached the exact same way every year for the last 40 years. He changes with the game, so it'll mm. be interesting to see which direction he goes in. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Bateman will be there. I think I, I, I'm really, I think he'll be on an edge. So yeah, I, to me, it's out of those two. I think they'll start with Joe. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure though. I'm Which, sure. to be honest, I don't mind if they start with Joe early and then they bring on a Matamura or someone yeah. to play in the 13. I think that that can work. And the more I think about it, the more that's what I probably lean towards. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think sometimes people freak out when you don't have, like, a ball-playing 13. But if the guy you bring onto the field can bring that in for the last 60-odd minutes, I think playing that power forward game, it can be successful in this competition. Yeah, for sure. And... I mean, he's 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 been. I know they haven't gone very well, but he's done a good job from the last couple of years. Um, Joe, that is. So, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how he uses, how he rotates those kind of players. It's yeah, it's it's very interesting, and, and there's a lot of unknown. Um, again, I'm I know I've said this a few times, but I'm really keen to see, especially that second trial that that the Tigers. I don't know who they play, but. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, that'll be a good one to watch. And obviously, I think that if they are going to play that real power forward game early, 
mate, if you're signing Appy, I think it can be it can work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's the other big factor. Um Jersey 14. Now we discussed, do we think they will start with a utility? We're not sure. Uh, uh, I, I probably would just in the modern game. And there's a heap of options here, mate. You've obviously got Jake Simpkin. He could come on and sub uh, Apicurus out at one point if you wanted to do that, which the Panthers won a comp doing that. Yeah. So I wouldn't be against it. Uh, will Smith has joined the club as well. So he's another guy that you could potentially throw in there. Um, not a superstar of our game, but can play multiple positions very well. Uh, and then, mate, if Staines or Laurie, whichever one doesn't make the side, they could be a 14 as well. Yeah. I mean, if if, if Staines gets picked at fullback, then I'm having Laurie at my 14. Got no doubt. Somewhere. He's, he's got to be in the team. Yeah. Uh, if Laurie's fullback, I'd personally be going Will Smith. I just think, like, you got you, at some point, you've got to think about um, if someone goes down and not a lot of players in their, like, starting team can, like, move positions. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Uh, I think I think I think it's gonna be Will Smith. I think they've they've got to put have a bit of versatility on that bench. Yeah, because they don't really have like a forward that they could or someone or they, they don't even have like an outside back player that if a half goes down they could yeah. shove in there. Yeah, it makes them a little bit uh, one dimensional in that in that regard. So it'll be interesting what they do with the fourteen, mate. Jersey 15, 16, 17. Um, I think that the players to fill these jerseys will be whoever doesn't start out of Stefano Twal. Joe Offengawi. Oh, I think that'll be Jersey 15-16. Would you agree? Uh, yes. For me, though, Joe is going to be 13. But yep. yes, I, for me, it'll be Stefano 12. Whoever doesn't make it, yeah. Yeah, okay. So if Joe starts at 13, Bateman will be at 12, which means we'll also have Bloor on the bench. Yeah. So Bloor's the other name in that mix that whichever of them aren't in the starting side, they'll be there. In saying that, mate, um, you know, we've still got guys that were really good last year. You obviously got um, Seafarth. He played well. But the one that stands out for me is Fanua Bowl. I thought he was fucking brilliant for the Tigers in the back end of last season. He's 100% in my team too. He's Yeah, he's getting that 17 jerseys. My, my bench is looking like Smith, Twal, Bloor, Bowl. That's my bench. There's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of players there that... Um, could make it that have missed out the good good players, but yeah, to start round one, that'd be so. As best. it starts, as it stands right now, you've got Clemmer starting with Appy at nine. Yep. Your other front row forward, front row forward is Stefano. Stefano. Yeah. Then you've got Bateman and IPAP on the edges. Yep. Then you got Joe O in the thirteen. Yep. Then fourteen we'll, Smith. Smith twelve Bloor Bowl. Okay. So Madamu is not in your side at, at the moment. Not at the moment. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> And once yeah, again, this is the moment. beauty of the West Tigers, yeah. depth, which is fucking fantastic to have. Yeah. Yeah, not at the moment. Not at the moment. You've also got um, uh, Simpkins, who's had a lot of ability as a front rower for the last few years, hasn't quite put it together. You've also got Finu, who's arriving from the Manly Seagulls. I've heard very, very good things about him and Seafarth that I mentioned as well. So mm. uh, this Tigers side, they've got plenty of options. As we've said a few times, I do not have the slightest fucking clue what this 17 is going to look like. I honestly reckon, Matty, I could name twenty seventeens and potentially still not get it right for round one. <laughs> it's yeah, it's there's the notes in front of me. There's a lot of slashes in positions, <laughs> more so than any other team in pretty much every position except the halves. So it's so exciting for the Tigers that they finally have something like this to look forward to. I, I think I've got th- three, no, four players that don't have a slash next. Five players that don't have a slash next on out of seventeen, <laughs> and that's IPAP, Appy, Clemmer, Brooks, Dwyer, essentially. Yeah. Everyone else, it could be, it could go 
uh, multiple different ways. Uh, mate, as far as this Tigers side goes, outside of the signings, who are the guys that, or is there anyone that stands out to you that's been at the Tigers for a few years that you think could be a bit of a breakout sort of guy? Uh, we spoke about Bloor. Um, he's he's my guy for now. He's I'm so I'm so excited to see him. I think Alex Seifarth is really good as well. Yep. Uh, he's not making my 17 round one, but he'll play first grade this year. He's a, he's a fucking good player. The key this year for me is Happy Coruscant. I think he can get the best out of the halves. He can get the best out of the um, uh, the wide running four. Like he, he's. He's going to be the key for me this year. Happy Coruscant for the Tigers. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see how some of these, your, your Fenua Bowls, your Twoles, your Stefanos, how not only do they go by having Appy there, obviously that helps them a lot, but having guys like Clemmer, Bateman and Ipap, yeah. you just you feel like they've all got to go to a new level and you feel like one or two of them is going to really jump out of the ground. And yeah. I, I think for me, they probably need Tommy Talau, Stafford Toa, Kapoa, one of these guys to go to the next level. I think they, they're they probably short of strike centre as it stands right now. Yeah. So if one of those guys can, you know, really jump out and have a big year, which, you know, it, it's hard to do as a young guy, but, I mean, you look back to the year that you guys won the comp, mm. like what Dylan Walker did that that year. Yeah. Like if, if one of these young blokes can do 70% of what Dylan Walker did that year, fuck the Tigers become a, a really strong side all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm keen to see... Uh as as we as you mentioned before, and you're very high him too, Tommy Talao this year. Um, I hope he has a big year. Yeah, because you're right. That's kind of the weakness, I guess. Like they're well, not weakness, but like compared to their four, like their forwards are so strong. It's um, what worries you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if he can if he can explode this year, that'd be that'd be good, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for the Tigers. I don't. They're not in my eight, but like. They got the they got the spoon last year, right? Yeah, yeah. So sixteenth last year, Dolphins are entering, so it could get worse. But I don't think it nah, will. I don't. I don't think it, I'm. I reckon they'll they'll improve. Um, Is this another team in the uh, spot ten clusterfuck? Yeah, you got them a bit lower. Like I got the doggies ahead of them, for example. Yep. Uh, like the doggies and maybe the Bronx. Like I got them maybe just just underneath that. As it stands, but they have the potential to give it a So you've got fake. Dogs, Brisbane, ahead of them slightly. Yeah. you got Manly ahead of them. Got Manly. That just depends on Turbo. Just depends on Turbo. Yeah. I reckon without Turbo, who, know, who knows, man? They could come four, come in top four with Turbo. They could come bottom four without him. Guns ahead, which team finishes high? Titans or Tigers? Who are you leaning towards? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, it's I, tough, isn't it? It's a tough one. I'll probably go. See, I, I feel like I'm biased because we've been speaking about the Tigers for the last half an hour. So I'm, that's why I want to say the Tigers. Yeah. Um, I think the Titans signings have been very underrated. They've yes. they've signed exactly who they need for next year. Um, man, I never thought I'd say that I'd be excited for a Tigers versus Titans game, but. <laughs> 
here we are. Gunderhead, I'll go Tigers just because of Appy Corusau. Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously they're forwards as well. But, yeah, really, really high on Appy. Really high on Appy. I just, I really, like, I, I think the Tigers could improve out of sight and do really well and finish 13th or 12th. Yeah. And it, it just worries me that to fans it won't feel like they're moving in the right direction. But I, I just think it's the it's the standard of this competition this year. Well, thinking about the Doggies last year, like, they had a, I think they improved a lot last year and they finished in 12th. So if they can have a year like that, I reckon it's a tick. And I mean, like, the, the, the reality of Canterbury is that they didn't start playing until round 10. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah. Like, that's true. And they finished yeah. 12. So they're, I mean, yeah. But like, for the Tigers to finish, how many games did they win last year? Four? Not a lot. Oh, mate, if, if, uh, in my opinion, if they don't double that, it's, it's a failure of a season, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. With all the guys they've got. Um, which is crazy because Canterbury only won seven. Well, yeah. No, nah, they yeah they, they should be aiming for the... I hope they have a doggies like year last year at absolute worst. Yeah, I hope so too. So fingers crossed, Tigers. Uh, it's been a tough few years for you Tigers fans. I always say, Matty, West Tigers fans, for all the shit they get put through, fuck they're loyal. Oh, they're so fucking loyal. I want I, them to be successful for Tigers fans. Imagine just copying that for the last decade. It'd just be so bad. Fucking nightmare. Even when you finish ninth, which is, fuck, in my opinion, a really good knock, you cop more shit than when you finish 14th. <laughs> I know. It's brutal. So hopefully the Tigers, uh, they can get back up there this year uh, off the back of that forward pack, Appy and Hopefully a couple of those young centers can really jump out of the ground. Uh, guys, thank you for joining us once again. We've only got, I think, two more episodes of Best 17, which I believe are the Canberra Raiders and the Dolphins. We'll probably do the Dolphins last, uh, so we've got a better idea of them, but we'll try and get them out in the next week or so for you guys. We're starting to get into a bit more of a uh, stock standard schedule, aren't we, Matty, as yeah. the season approaches? Yeah, getting, schedule's getting fuller, which is good. It's almost weird. We almost have more time because we're more organised and know what's happening know. each week because when the season starts pre-season's a shit fight it's just shit, shit to do little things to do everywhere whereas season you're, you're in a routine which you're in is a nice. flow yeah yeah so we'll get those best 17s done and uh, yeah then we'll be done and dusted I think we'll still find a bit of time during the season Matty to oh, throw together some oath. shit yeah 100% we're in here a fun. lot just talking to each other without microphones so we might as well yeah. chuck a microphone now gob That's right. um, but yeah guys if you're on YouTube subscribe for us like comment if you're listening on the podcast leave a review tell your mates about the Guru podcast and YouTube so we can build our audience here thanks for joining us once again guys we'll see you on the next episode Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.